After nourishment, shelter, and companionship, stories are the thing we need most in the world. Philip Pullman. Hi everyone, welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey and Anne. Join us Wednesday evenings for ramblings on professional development, outdoor adventures, creative projects, and more. Welcome back, Ramblers. I know we took a three-week hiatus from podcasting due to the holidays, but we are back and ready to ramble. It's time to grab your popcorn and cozy on up because this week's podcast is all about storytelling through books and movies. Um, We're here to talk about some of our favorites and help you craft that next can't-miss list of Netflix shows or best-selling books. And speaking of which, if you haven't already, go check out our Monday Night blog on top books to read for 2019. Let us know what you think. Woohoo! We're so excited to be back in podcasting. Okay, so first things first, let's talk movies. I'm a sucker for a good film or a good TV show, and I'm pretty sure I've watched all of the Netflix Christmas movies over the holiday. Same, lol. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, two of the biggest movies that people have been talking about are Bird Box and Bandersnatch. Oh my gosh, yeah, my Twitter feed has literally been nothing but Bird Box and Bandersnatch. I mean, like, I think I saw there was one tweet that was like, isn't Bird Box Bandersnatch the guy who played Doctor Strange? And I thought that was really funny. (laughs) But anyways, both of these movies are super great. They're on Netflix and they're out now. I definitely recommend watching them. Agreed. I mean, Bird Box is a kind of like horror movie starring Sandra Bullock, who I absolutely love. Like, she is one of my favorite actresses. Um, And this like post-apocalyptic world where you die if you look at these creatures that are supposedly the manifestation of depression and mental illness. Um, Looking at the creature makes you commit suicide, so you can't look at all when you're outside or in the open. It's kind of like a quiet place, if any of you guys have seen that, but it's um, sight instead of sound. Oh, I know. This was a really good movie. I mean, I feel like it could have been, like, better, but Sandra Bullock is amazing. I mean, what did you think of it? What were your thoughts? I thought it was really good. I thought the actors and actresses did an amazing job. It's definitely, like, it's probably a hard movie to film just because sight is one of, like, your biggest senses. So it must be really interesting filming without being able to see. You know, they said that they actually had her film blindfolded, and she actually got injured multiple times from having to film those scenes blindfolded. Wow, that's really, I think that's really cool. Right? Yeah, so I think it was really well made. Um, It is very similar to um, A Quiet Place. And I know like a lot of people kind of um, talked about that and how it was sometimes maybe a little bit of a ripoff. But I do think there are a lot of like big things that are different from um, A Quiet Place. And also like the plot isn't completely the same. Yeah, I mean, it still has a happy ending and everything. Like, not to spoil it, but it does have a happy ending. Um, And it's very, like, it's a very interesting film. It has been getting some critiques on the way that it portrays mental illness as, like, a problem. Um, And then also, like, if you obviously have any kind of, like, depression or thoughts of suicide, I probably would recommend not watching this movie um, because it is kind of centering around that. But the actors do a phenomenal job. It's definitely a thriller. It keeps you on your toes. Um, It keeps you interested. And it's on Netflix, so it's free. Yeah, that's true. Did you see Bandersnatch? I did. So Bandersnatch is another one that's on Netflix right now. It was just released by um, Black Mirror. And if any of you guys know, Black Mirror is kind of the futuristic uh, tech dystopian series that does really well on Netflix. It's super popular. They take like popular technology and then kind of show how it goes awire and goes wrong. It's also kind of like a horror 
kind of genre, I would say, or at least like a dystopian genre. Um, but anyways, they just released released this one, their first film called Bandersnatch on Netflix. Um, and you're probably hearing a lot about this on your Twitter feeds and social media, but it's the choose your own adventure movie. So you actually get to like play it and click through and make your own choices. You know, everything from sugar puffs or frosties all the way to like, do I kill a person or not? Um, and it's super interesting. So I think it's kind of really showcasing that first level of like new media entertainment. I think a lot of movies are going to go in this direction of like, you know, choose your own adventure, clicking, interacting with it. What did you think? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I think that's so cool. Like being able to like make your choices or make choices for the characters and like kind of building your own story, even if there is like kind of a set of endings. It's really, I thought it was really fun to kind of go back through the game and like choose different options to see like what ending you'll get based on the decisions you make. I would be like super curious to see if like, if they could ever, I don't know if they'd ever do this or if it's like a violation of privacy or whatever, but like if they could pull all the results from people, like based on like what choices, like are you more likely to do something terrible or are you more likely to be more moral? Like I guess like on that first choice, like Frosties versus Sugar Puffs, you're choosing a breakfast for the kid to eat. Like, I mean, does that have an impact later on on whether or not you'll choose terrible choices? I'd be really curious to see if that, like, is something they could ever pull from. That's true. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really well made. My boyfriend didn't like, my boyfriend Thomas, our creative director, didn't like it. Well, I mean, he liked it, but he was like, it's kind of overrated because he says, he says a lot of video games also do this. Like, kind of like choose your own adventure, like it's not new. But I think for the general population, this kind of choose your own adventure like movie or TV show is pretty new and like I think it will definitely catch on as a trend that's true I agree like yeah I I know like there are games and there's like a book um or multiple books with like the same um format where you get to choose your own adventure but like as something as big as Netflix where like most people can do it on their computers their cell phone or like on just on their tv that is definitely pretty new I think Mm mm-hmm so, Anne, what other films or movies do you recommend for 2019? Ooh, that is hard. There's so many films. I know there are so many movies coming out in 2019. Um, any Disney movies that are coming out, that I would definitely recommend those. Um, I'm trying to think of all the like trailers I've been seeing, but I can't remember most of the names. Um, Aquaman was pretty good. It was pretty well made, I think. Oh, you saw Aquaman? I'm not seeing that. <laughs> it's, it's not Marvel, so it's DC, but it's still it's still pretty good. Like the, um, it's kind of cool to see what visual effects can do nowadays. Like I think that's pretty cool. What other have you seen any ones recently that you really liked? Not. I've been watching a lot of TV shows lately, so not many movies. I know, like, so I saw the new Spider-Man, the animated one with my boyfriend, um, which, by the way, it's up for, like, a ton of awards. It's got, like, a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, like, it's actually pretty good. The animation is beautiful, and it's a, it's a pretty good storyline. Um, so even if you're not into superheroes, like, that's a pretty good one. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. Did you see that one? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty good. I mean, and, it, and, like, I think it takes away from, like, just animation for kids like it's showing that animation can be for adult movies too you know yeah that's fair yeah i also think okay so like you you mentioned disney and like toy story 4 is coming out this year i i mean like i'm pretty excited but also like toy story 4 couldn't you quit at three 
That's true. Like, didn't he go off to college at, like, the third one or something like that? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure know. he like, gave it to, like, the five-year-old girl, like, to play with the new toys. So, like, what are they going to do? Number four. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go see it anyway, but, like, <laughs> I'm a little selfie nice. about that. But then, oh, so, I don't know if you've seen this again, but they just started doing the previews for Dumbo, like, live-action mm-hmm. Dumbo. I have seen that. It is so cute. It made me tear up as anyone who, like, identifies as, like, poor Dumbo. Like, I feel you, Dumbo. I'm definitely going to yeah. be seeing that one. I'm excited for that. And Colin Farrell is in it, too, I think, as, like, the oh, dad really? or something. Oh, I like him a lot, too. And the new live-action Aladdin is supposed to be really good as well. Oh, I know, cool. right? Very interesting. And then, I mean, Anne and I are probably pretty excited for this. Um, <laughs> but, like, Lion King is coming live action. I mean, Ugh. if you guys are our age, like a 20-something, like, you probably watched Lion King when you were, like, four or five, and it was, like, the best movie ever because it's, you know, based around ha- Hamlet, and it's, like, got great music and a great cast. But anyways, they're coming back with a live action version, which I am definitely going to line up to see, and <laughs> children need to get out of my way because I will be first. I know I'm so excited for that like I saw the trailer and I almost teared up because it was so good and like all those childhood memories like surrounding the Lion King I'm just like oh this is I'm so I'm so excited I cannot wait big fan I think that one has a pretty all-star cast too yeah I think so I mean obviously like we recommend more movies than just Disney movies but like these are some classics guys so you definitely should make a point to see these in 2019. Exactly. I know there are a lot of other ones coming out in 2019 that like I saw the trailers when I went to see Aquaman like w- like watching the trailers I was like oh my gosh this looks amazing. Oh the new Avengers is coming I think in 2019. Ooh I do want to see that. I was not happy when they did that thing that like they spaced out half the characters and I was like that's stupid because you know they're coming back they're not just gonna kill Chris Pratt and like half the other characters right it's like that wouldn't make sense like I haven't read the comics or I don't know if the comics even cover this part so I think I don't do. know <laughs> maybe I feel like the comics are pretty accurate I don't know though we'd have to ask an expert phone yes, a friend. exactly I do not know <laughs> Ooh, the um, third how to train your dragon I think that's also coming out are you kidding me how did then they already have a third one like three years ago I think they had a second one the one where the, like oh wait I guess I shouldn't spoil it just in case but yeah they had a second one and then I think this is the third one he falls in love with some another dragon that looks like him I can't. I'm done. <laughs> that series is like, it's overrated. I just can't. I love them. I, I think they're so cute. The other movie that got really good reviews that my brother and my dad saw, uh, the new Bumblebee movie. They actually they got great reviews for a Transformers movie. They said Haley Seinfeld did an amazing job. So like, I hear that one's really worth watching too if you have time. Nice, nice. Oh, The Upside. I feel like The Upside is going to be really cute. Oh, yeah. That's the one with um, I think, uh, is it, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart and then... Um, yeah. And it's based on a true story. It's about a guy that, like, he can't walk, um, so he has to hire, like, an assistant. And so Kevin Hart is this guy that, like, just got out of jail and, like, offers to help him. And it's a really it funny is. comedy. It's funny. There's, like, there's a French movie that's exactly like that. I wonder if it's the same storyline or if there just happens to be two paralyzed billionaire, billionaire, one in France and one in the U.S. Huh. Yeah, seems, seems likely. Oh, it is. It's a remake of the French language film of the same name. Yep. Okay, it's a remake. There we go. The The French version is also very, very good. Huh. I think it's called The Invincibles or something like that. Or The Atouchable, Untouchables. Ooh, look at that. Look at you dropping that French accent. <laughs> okay, and so let's talk some TV shows. Because like, obviously, like, you know, people watch more TV now than anything. So what are your favorite shows? Oh, 
I have so many shows that I love. There's always like classic ones that I could rewatch a million times, like How I Met Your Mother, Friends. Um, Gossip Girl's pretty good. Like I don't know if I'd rewatch it because it's it's a very dramatic, but I I did like watching it. It was very interesting. And then there's also like some newer ones like the Sh- uh, the Chalet, um, the Forest. Those are on Netflix now. They're only one season long, but I thought they were very well made. They're um, French TV shows. So that's what I most recently watched. And there's always like superhero ones, um, reality ones like um, Zumba's Just Desserts or Queer Eye. I love those. Ooh, I love Queer Eye. I'm a big fan. Or like Nailed It or like Skin Wars. Those are pretty Mm -hmm. good too. Those are pretty good. I'm trying to think. You made me think of one. What was I thinking of? Shoot, I can't remember now. Scandal's pretty good. Shoot, I can't remember now. You know, I'm watching Glee right now, and Glee's actually really stupid. It's not worth your time. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's it's also got like like after um, what's his name? Uh, Chris, I think after he died, it was just it's so sad. Like I just couldn't watch it after that. It's just like I don't know. I'm just not a I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other like recent ones that I've seen that I really liked. Um. Ooh, dude, Game of Thrones is fantastic, and the new season is coming out soon. I think it comes out in 2019. Yeah, it does. I love Game of Thrones. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, Game of Thrones is a fantastic series. Um, kind of a little gory, a little sexual, but I mean, you know, what is it nowadays? Yeah, that's true. Um, Outlander is also pretty good. It's also, it's I think it's Scottish, like British and Scottish, but very cool. I've been hearing a lot about that. Yeah, or like... um. Another one, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Shameless. Shameless is fantastic. Oh, mm-hmm. It is. The, the actors in that are great. It's about a, a single alcoholic dad with like seven kids, and the kids are like basically raising themselves on like this poor end of like Detroit. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really funny, like dark commentary. It's like, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. I'm still watching it, but it's, it's very good. And I still watch Modern Family, of course. It's a good one. Oh, I really yes. like Modern Family. It's such, it's just cute. I think after 10 years, some of the plots get to get a little bit um, dumb, but it's still, it's still worth watching. So it is. And like, especially if you're like young adults, like there's a good chance you kind of grew up with it or like the timeline is pretty similar to yours. So like you can kind of grow up and relate with the characters, like the kids on the, on the show. Absolutely. And then, like, okay, so for 2019, the biggest thing that I watch and invest my time in, I actually watch live television for this, is the Bachelor franchise, which kicked off on January 7th. Big fan, big fan. It's, it is very interesting. It's very dramatic, as always. Um, I'm sure we'll be hearing the, oh, this is the most dramatic season yet, every episode, but. And I know, like. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in Paradise, like, those shows get a lot of shit. Like, everyone's like, oh, they're so dumb, they're so fake, like, whatever. Like, who cares? It's a show, it's interesting to watch, it's good entertainment. And, like, this show has literally been on since we were, like, I think it's actually been on since before we were born. I think it, I think the show is 23 years old. Um, I don't know. I know Chris has been on there for 17 years because they did that little, like, Chris Harrison video for the premiere, but I don't know how long the actual show has been going. Oh, maybe it is. But any, either way, it's a really good show. <laughs> and fight me on it. Say otherwise. It's great for, like, it's a great show to watch with friends and, like, have, like, drinking games out of or, like, just, like, a show to, like, mindlessly consume. Um, but, like, and you can do a bachelor bracket. Anne and I are doing this for this season is a bracket. And you could actually win awards and stuff if you win. Exactly. So even if you 
don't really like the show, it's still worth it. You, you never know what you might win, you know? It's kind of nice. The Bachelor is literally my Super Bowl. People can fight me on this. It's better than the Super Bowl. It gets more viewership than the Super Bowl. That's true. Um, and another one that I hear is supposed to be, like, really good on Netflix is You. Have you watched it? I haven't, but I heard it was really good, too, and pretty funny, too. Like, dark, but also comedic. And um, I love, um, I like Penn Hadgley a lot, too. He's, he plays in Gossip Girl, also. Oh, is he, is he Dan in Gossip Girl? Yeah, he is. Oh, interesting. I need to watch that. I know. I, I do, too. It's, it's on my list. I have a long list of Netflix shows that I need to watch. I know, same. I, I love Netflix. I'm a big fan. I'll, like, you know, watch it when I'm at the gym or, like, at night or whatever. Same. I definitely watch it too much, but it's okay. It's all good. Let's see. I'm trying to think of an other shows I've watched recently. I know I've watched a lot. Oh, if you like dogs, there's um Save Our Shelter on Netflix. It's cute. It's, like, two guys who make over dog shelters throughout the um, U.S. I think mostly in um, L.A., but it's cute. I think there's only one season, but you get to see a lot of cute dogs and see these shelters kind of like get redone and make it really nice and cute. Oh, that's so cute. I'm a big fan. Okay. Well, anyways, you know, don't spend your entire time watching movies or TV. Like, you know, every once in a while, you should pick up a book. So like last but not least, we're going to talk about some must reads for 2019. People still read, right? Maybe? (laughs) I do. So I hope other people do too. I mean, like I used to read a ton as a kid. Like I would like rack up, you know, $500 a month worth in like books. And like my parents got me a Kindle. I'd read like a book a day. I'd literally be like reading books at the dinner table and my parents would have to tell me to put it away. Same. I used to do that too. Or like I'd be so into a book. Like my parents would literally talk to me and I wouldn't respond because I was so into the book. I didn't even hear them. They'd be like, um, excuse me. I know. I wish I could get back more, back more into reading, but unfortunately, like, you know, as life gets busy, as people get older, like, it's so hard. And just like, I, I mean, I think our generation is definitely a culture of skimmers. And I find myself doing that with books now. If I'm like in a boring section of the book, I'll just skim ahead, which I know I shouldn't do. But like, I totally think, you know, we scan things, we read headlines, we don't read paragraphs. So it's just, it's interesting to see how that'll play out in like the next generation of readers. Yeah, that's true. Like, and like with phones nowadays and things like that like and i know audiobooks are becoming a really big thing like is are like physical books starting to die out i mean i know they're supposed to be but are they really going to completely die out in the next like in the near future or what's going to happen with that oh my gosh okay so yeah definitely got to got to make it a priority to read more <laughs> <laughs> yeah same here um And I'll actually be writing a blog on that, so (laughs) check it out tomorrow night. So, Anne, what what would be your top picks for reading? Um, like what should people put down the phone for and pick up a book? (laughs) Trying to think. Um, there I definitely have a long list of both fiction and nonfiction that I think both are really great. Um, fiction depends, I guess, what kind of genre you like, but I'm more of a horror adventure but also um sometimes I like love stories so my topics are usually related to that um Stephen King if you like thrillers I like most of his books like it um the stand the stand I like I could barely put it down because it was so interesting I've been wanting to read it it's pretty good 
Is it really scary though? Because I don't really want to watch like read something that's like really scary. I don't think so. But then again, I'm also like I'm used to reading and watching a lot of scary stuff. But I I honestly don't think it's that bad. It's it's very long, and sometimes like especially nowadays because I'm reading it now, I do find myself skimming once in a while. But it is very well written, I think, and really interesting. For any French speakers out there, I like a lot of、um, Guillaume Musso's books. He's very,、um, I don't know, I find his books really well written and very interesting plots.、Um, a lot of them do resemble. So, like if like if you've read a couple of his books, you might find like the other books a little too similar. But I think they're pretty good. They they do have them in English too because they translate them. Trying to think, a good nonfiction like good nonfiction books are like the magic of.、Um, Tidying up, I think, or the the one by Mary Kondo. I have like the manga version. What is that about? It's about like just kind of getting your life together, like how to clean and declutter your life, and also how to store things so that your house is always like looks decluttered and so that it's more efficient.、Um, and I have like the manga version, so it's more like pictures and like more of a storyline than the actual book, which I really like. And for me, especially in this. Like with the busy schedule, like I found it a lot easier to read, and it just kind of stuck with me more. So I recommend that.、Um, books like The Big Magic.、Um, if you're more of the art artist and creative type person, that's great. Okay, yeah, I'll check it out. I think like I'm trying to think of like ones. I so I、uh, my cousin Alan Gannett just wrote a book、um, called The Creative Curve. It's been on the bestsellers list now. I think for quite a few weeks. I think it's like number forty four.、Um, But anyways, that is a really great nonfiction book.、Um, it's all about how like creativity is in everybody and in different industries. You know, from baker bakers to like you know tech mongols to government. Like it's really really fascinating. And he interviews all these famous people. Like I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of you probably heard of this book because it's it's been like on everything right now.、Um, like he interviews Kanye West and like a bunch of other really cool people, like Jared Polis, our governor. Like it's it's a really good book. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, I just read The Secret, which is a book that just got turned into a movie late last year with、um, Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick,、um, and it's the same author who does Gone Girl, and it was pretty good. It was like a psychological thriller, like mystery.、Um, that one's a, that's pretty decent. I mean, not gonna lie. Wait, was was that a simple favor? Oh, simple favor. That's what I meant. Not not the secret. The secret's another book I'm ta- I'm thinking of. Um, the simple favor is yeah, that was simple favor, and that was. Really good.、It's、highly recommend seeing that one、um, or reading that one. Not seeing it, you should read it first and then watch the movie. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> right.、Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones.、Um, one that I really do want to read is called "She Lies in Wait" by Geetha Lodge.、Um, it's a mystery. It takes place in 1983. So that one's on my list for reading. And then another book that I really want to read is called "Nine Perfect Strangers" by Leanne Morardi. Um, she's also the author who does. She's one of my favorite authors.、Um, she does Big Little Lies,、oh. which is really huge, and that just got made into an HBO show.、Um, and it's got like Reese Witherspoon and like think, a bunch of other famous actresses that I'm like blanking on right now. Yeah, there's、um, Shailene. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in there too, and、um, Nicole Kidman. But it's a, it's so good. Like those, like she is a really good author. Like she does. Like she's a lot of like it's a lot of like mommy mysteries. And like it like plays really well in like suburbia culture and like moms and parenting, but then it's like a miss like a you know like a 
a, a death mystery. I, I really like her. Big Little Lies was so good. Like, right? that was another book. Like, that was so hard to put down because it was so good. Uh, yeah. But her newest one, Nine Perfect Strangers. Um, so the, like, synopsis is, like, nine people gather in a remote health resort. Some are here to lose weight. Some are here to reboot life. Like, whatever. Um, and amidst all of that, uh, there's ten days that might involve some real work. But none of them could imagine how challenging the next ten days are going to be. And then it, like, goes into, like, how like what like a mystery like something like terrible happens so like i definitely want to read that one i think it'll be good but yeah she's a fabulous author mm-hmm. yeah and again i would definitely recommend reading big little lies before watching the show because they're not they're not the same no they're um the show is very different actually so which kind of pissed me off i know right like timeline's not the same like the the things there's just so many differences i'm like oh interesting but that the ending is like you're like oh I'm shook. Yeah, that is true. You're just like oh. The Big Little Lies is such a good book. I'm a really big fan of that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm trying to think. She's also written uh, a couple others that are really worth checking out. Uh, the Secret is one of them. Um, and then uh, is it My Husband's Keeper? I want to say. Either way, they're really good. Another book that I read because we were talking about The Bachelor earlier is I read this book that did a deep dive into Bachelor Nation. It was really interesting and all about how they, like, do the show and, like, the psychological effects and, like, all the behind the scenes that go into the show. It was super interesting. <laughs> and then what's the latest book you read? Well, right now I'm currently reading a book. It's, um, it's, it's in French. It was originally Italian, but I'm reading it in French. But I think the, the English title would be, like, um, The Astrological Guide to Broken Hearts. Oh. And it's really funny. Um, but it's also very interesting. It's more of, like a love like a romance book so there's this girl who kind of went for a recent breakup like it's been a year i think since her recent breakup but her ex is getting married and having a kid and she's like pretty pretty devastated and things at work are very stressful but then like one day she meets um this guy who's really interested in in astrology and he's like oh what's your astrological sign and he starts giving her all this advice and like every day he'll send her a message with like how her day is going to be in her week and then she starts to like go to him for a lot of advice and for work and romance and stuff like that so it just talks about her life and it's very very interesting it's well written too interesting i'll have to check that one out yeah it's really cute i know the latest one i read was just like on bullet journaling because i i think i mentioned this on a previous podcast but i'm starting bullet journaling this year to get more organized and stay on top of things it's like a planner mixed with like your gratitude and like um, you know, your hopes and your dreams. So that's the latest book that I've read at least. Yeah, I love bullet journaling. Um, I'm I don't really have a bullet journal right now, but I mean I've been doing kind of the same things I would do in a bullet journal with my um current planner and then I have like a bunch of other journals where I write other stuff. Yeah, so hopefully, Ramblers, that gave you guys an idea. Uh, some books, movies, or TV shows to check out in 2019. I mean, as a generation of, like, media consumers, there's got to be something that we mentioned that would interest you. Um, and if you do know any of these or have any other recommendations, um, please leave it in the comments or, like, DM us or, you know, tweet us on fa- – uh, not not Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter with your recommendations because we'd love to hear them. Yeah, and don't forget to check out my blog post tomorrow night on um, how to fit reading into your busy schedule. Woo! All right, guys, and until then, uh, welcome back, Happy New Year, and ramble on.